It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. Hi. Hello. Chad. How are you? Now, nowadays you can do anything with pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah. Right? People are making all sorts of things. You can get a, you can get You could wear someone's blood around your neck to show sure. how much you love them. Yeah. You um, can wear other bodily fluids around their, your neck, too. Yeah. Like, and you can get all that stuff. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Right? And uh, so now there's a company, and I don't know the exact name of the company, and it doesn't matter, but... Ashes to asses. <laughs> That'd be a good name. That's for a it. great name for it yeah. because you can now put your lover's ashes in a butt plug. <laughs> here's the here's the headline of the story. Yeah. A 23 year old widow puts her partner's ashes in her butt plug. Yeah. Why That's, not? That is uh, that is something, hey? Sure. I guess, you know, you find your next lover, yeah, right, and then you're always kind of having a threesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of respect to it. There is. There's I mean, also you could get someone's amount of disrespect to it. You could get someone's name tattooed on you. You could, but I mean, you, you could, could also shove them up your butt. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can actually take your you can take uh, your, your like deceased uh, loved one's ashes and put them in tattoo ink and get them tattooed. You your could body. get it put into vinyl. You can get it put in. You bottle. could do that as well. Yeah, or, or or you could just keep it and not feel the need to jam it into your body in any way. Or you could put it in your butt. Whatever you feel like. <laughs> At Chad and Evan Daily, uh, the Junos were last night in Edmonton. Yay! Yeah. Uh, uh, there were some interesting moments. Hey, um, listen, Nickelback finally getting inducted into the Canadian yeah. Music Hall of Fame. Like them or hate them, they deserve to be in there. And uh, some hack hockey player inducted him. Yeah, uh, what was his name? I've never heard of him. Mc, Mc, McNugget? McRib? Mm. McDavid? Connor McDavid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then they went up and they did, like, a montage of their of Rockstar and How You Remind Me and Animals. And their greatest song of all time. Photograph. I don't think they did photograph. That's good. I hate that song so much. <laughs> I know, so do I. Uh, but uh, the big moment of the night was unplanned. Uh, happened to be when Avril Lavigne was up on stage about to hand out some sort of award or introduce somebody. I don't know. I didn't watch. I uh, just watched it this morning, to tell you the truth. And uh, some uh, a protester, a topless protester, runs on uh, onto the stage. Actually, doesn't even run onto the stage. Just kind of nonchalantly walks up onto the stage, and she's got land back written all over so she's protesting something she's got all this writing all over her yeah. body she's got something covering her nipples but uh, i will say this the camera people they did a great job they zoomed right out not to give her a whole bunch of attention yeah and avril lavigne she did really well too not, she, not acknowledging her right away she just kind of stood she she stood there kept talking even like kind of moved out of the way of the person as they were walking around on stage uh-huh and then eventually avril had enough and she uh, she turns to the the protester and says, "Okay, get the f off the stage." And then she says, "Get the f off the stage, B." Uh, you know what I'm talking about there. And then, um, so the security, by the way, super slow about getting this person off stage. I mean, I have seen, I've seen, I've seen people like just going to the fax machine faster in this building than that. They were they were just like turtling toward the stage. Right. Like a herd of turtles. They uh, need to make an example of her. They should have like, just, just speared her. Goldberg spear. Yep. 100% taking her down <laughs> and then make it realize like, hey, 
Nobody messes with Avril. Here's, and but, nobody messes with the Junos. But also, here's the here's the truth. If that were a guy up on stage with his tackle scared. hanging out, he would have been absolutely level. Did you call it his tackle? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daily. Woman in New York City uh, went on TikTok, and uh, her post has gone viral because she ditched a date halfway through after the uh, guy she was on a date with ordered a burger, and they asked, would you like cheese on it? And he said, no, it's an extra three bucks. I don't want to have to pay it. Three bucks for a slice of cheese. That's a lot. Hey, when did processed cheddar become yeah. so much money? That's a lot. And she says, that's a sign that he's cheap, and I'm out. No, it's not. That's not a sign he's cheap. $3 for a piece of cheese is ridiculous. Yeah. I'd, I'd say no to that, too, just hey, out of principle. Hey, bring your own cheese. <laughs> oh, no, I don't need you to, to bring any cheese. I've got pocket cheese right here. I've got pocket, cheese, got right pocket cheese right here. Everybody's, everybody should have pocket cheese. Absolutely, well, they should. That stuff lives forever. You don't yeah. need to like... Well, cheese is essentially mold already. Right, exactly. It's so a little it's bit of warm. It's so getting warmed up anyway. Just carry pocket cheese around. Now, yeah. if the guy would have ordered guacamole or something, <laughs> then you know he's a millionaire. You're putting out... People who, yeah, people who order guacamole, they're rich. I, you know, at a restaurant, you if you order the guac, I always order the guac. See, it's not because I'm, I'm rich. It's not because I'm it's rich. Because you're okay with it's being be in debt. That's right. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. Canada actually ranks pretty high when it comes to tattoo regrets in the world. We rank fifth in the world for countries Ooh. with the most tattoo Who's regrets. Who's ahead of us? Uh, the United States, yeah. India, uh, the UK, and uh, Brazil. You know what's funny? I was going to guess all of those. <laughs> I'm sure you were. Uh, but they say uh, that, uh, it, I mean, listen, the study is kind of, it, it all has to do with how many searches for tattoo cover-ups there were on Google in oh, each country, okay. okay? And Canada had the fifth most. Um, I've, I have tattoos. I don't regret any of them. I only have three, uh, but they're three fairly big ones, mm. and I, I don't regret any of them. The reason is... I honestly, it takes me forever to get one because I have to, I put a lot of thought into it to make sure that I know it's going to be done right. Right. And I know it's going to be the right one. Do I wish they were done a little bit better in spots? Sure. And there yeah, that happens. And they fade over time and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really totally regret any. You have a lot. Do you regret any? Well, I uh, have a couple. Uh, the one is, is covered up. I do have one cover up already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it was a... Uh, uh, yin yang symbol? <laughs> yeah. No. Sweet. No, no, I'm not done. Yeah. Oh, really? It was a Canadian one, so it had the red and then the white pigment. It was just my skin color knitted into white pigment with maple leaves on it. Wow. Yeah, I always said I'd never get anything Canadian. Ooh, boy. And then I covered that one up. Yeah, yeah. it's completely covered up. That yeah. one was a stupid one. That's reasonable. And then one that I've often thought of covering up, but yeah. I just love the story, is the nail tattoo. Oh, right. On yeah. my leg, yeah. yeah. Why do you have that tattoo there again? Uh, well, I was drunk and high <laughs> in a trailer yeah. in a field at a small little rock festival in a small town in Alberta. Sounds like I a perfect time to get a tattoo. real cool. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so there are, there are a lot of people with tattoo regrets out there. The thing is, too, it's like it's you can either get it covered up, which is painful because they have to, like, blast the ink into nah, it. That's not that bad. No? no. Some people have said that tattoo cover-ups are the worst. They can they be. Hurt. It's with the scar tissue that's built up. Yeah. But it's not that bad. Or you get your tattoo removed, which is miserably painful. painful. Yeah. They literally burn it off of your skin. That's right. Yeah. Better than a cheese grater. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Chad and Evan daily. I wouldn't consider myself to be f litigious in any way. I, I don't I don't find the lawsuits solve much. But this one, 
I might agree with. A man in huh. Chicago is suing Buffalo Wild Wings, the restaurant, because of their boneless wings. Uh-huh. He claims they're just chicken nuggets. I wish I was the one to do this because I have been saying this for years. I've talked about it on the radio multiple times. Yeah. They are just chicken nuggets. Well, this guy uh, is, yeah, he's claiming that they are uh, just nuggets. He's suing uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and also Inspire Brands, Inc., which owns the company and and also some uh, marketing firm as well. Uh, he, uh, This is the actual complaint. The false and deceptive marketing and advertising of Buffalo Wild wings, boneless wings, specifically the name and description of the product, i.e. boneless wings, leads reasonable consumers to believe the products are actual chicken wings. Um, he... <laughs> Now, Buffalo Wild Wings, they're taking it in stride, even uh. though it is a serious lawsuit. And they might actually see some action over this. But they tweeted back in response, it's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Our buffalo wings <laughs> are 0% buffalo. Right. So uh, You know what? That's, can, that's some good points, So Honestly, what's wrong with a good chicken nugget? I got no problem with it. Like, if you, you can't... Part of the... Th if you get wings, you got to deal with the bones. That's part of the... That's, that's yeah. part of the journey. Yeah. All right? Yeah. It's not about the destination. The it's reason, about the journey. The, the reason why they call them boneless wings is because adults are embarrassed to order chicken nuggets. That is the exact yeah. reason why they fine. don't call them so give us chicken an out. nuggets. Give us an out with the boneless wings. So you know what? I actually turn, I'm turning on this guy. I'm not. I'm still with him. <laughs> I want, a is it a class, class action? Will it come into Canada? I want in on it. <laughs> I want some of this money. It is indeed a class action lawsuit. Now I'm going to see if I can sign up. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. It was three years ago uh, right around this time that we yeah. were all in a very uncertain place because it was three years ago yesterday that Scott Moe uh, came out and announced that we will be going into some sort of lockdown because of this mysterious COVID-19. Um, and we would be going into the lockdown. So it was Friday. Two the weeks to flatten the curve. Right. So it was Friday the 13th that he announced it. And then it was the following Monday that we all went into lockdown. So we had the weekend to kind of prepare for it. Um, and fight over toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird time that was, it's, man. Yeah. Like, I remember when hockey shut down and talking to friends and they're like, well, isn't this just like a regular cold? It's like, well, don't ask me. I know as much as you, man. Yeah, like, we all I knew just, nothing about it. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was such a. It was just a really crazy, like I had just moved into our new house, uh, just like right. literally I'd been there for a couple days and I remember just feeling like, well, we're going to be in lockdown, but at least we're in, in lockdown in a nice new house. Uh, right. So that's all I was thinking. Little did I know that like six months into living in that house, I'd be like, I want out. Right. I want out. I'm sick of this house. I don't care how new it is. I'm out of here. I don't want to be in here anymore. And we did just think it'd be a couple of weeks and that was it. And yeah. Nope. And I just see it. Remember, like, you know, walking down the street, you know, they're like, oh, you can go outside and, and hang out, but mm. you got to stay away from other people. And like, and you would, you'd kind of stay back at the beginning. Right. Some people, right. Um, you'd wash but, your groceries down. You know, oh yeah. Which. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. I never agreed with that one. <laughs> um, but I, I got to say, like, it was it, it was so tough on a lot of businesses. The the, the lockdown on, on a oh, lot of, on a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to tell you, man. I took six months off from working and stayed at home with the kids, and right. it was a it was a good thing for me. It was like being locked 
like shut down yeah. and having like six months. And I've never taken time off of work. I've been busting my ass for years. And having that five or six months of not working, staying at home, doing other, like little things, yeah. just hanging out was so good for me mentally and actually gave me the chance to get back into radio. Yeah. It was, guess, it was right? a good thing. It, like, mm-hmm. it, it was good for me. It was bad for my gut. Oh, I, man, I drank so much. That's the first, actually, this is the truth. When when he announced that we, we were locking down, the first thing I did was go to the liquor store and the weed store. So did I. <laughs> I got so much beer. Chad and Evan Daily. So this whole uh, Silicon Valley bank thing, it's its a little confusing. I'm going to try and explain it as well as I can. Good, because I have no idea what's <laughs> going on. So down in the States right now, everybody's worried about America's banks. Not the big banks, but kind of like the, the lower, the, the Midi- smaller medium to banks, medium banks. Yeah. Um, because there, some of them are going on what they call bank runs. I'll explain that. But So the Silicon Valley Bank opened up uh, in like the, the aughts, I guess, late. 2000s early I think it was like 2011 whatever it was and uh, it started out as a bank in Silicon Valley that would invest in startups that was their thing okay so okay. startups they love the tech sector right but Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley makes sense right it makes sense so they what they did is they became a bank that actually invested money uh, which can be risky and they didn't invest it correctly or they weren't too smart about it. They did buy 21 or $22 billion in federal bonds, hmm. which is kind of, it's it's a safe investment because over time you're going to be fine. Uh, but but what they did is they, they were falling short on money because of the interest rate going up. So they decided to sell off these federal bonds at a loss. They lost about $3 billion on it, which the customers of the bank noticed. And as soon as they saw that, they go, uh-oh, this bank is trying to raise capital. They're getting desperate. I need to get my money out of that bank now. So everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people that use the bank decided to withdraw all of their money. Mm-hmm. That's what a bank run is. When a bank just loses everything because their customers basically lose confidence in them. Kind of like um, what they did with the stocks with GameStop a little while ago, right? Well, right. It's but kind like of the Putting thing. money in there and like everyone kind it's of like kind of, picking on the big guy. And that's kind of the opposite where it was like people uh, invested but, in something, over-invested in something that wasn't worth what it was. Right. Right. And then they, and then yeah, some of the traders shut things down and wouldn't let people take their money out, which that's, by the way was disgusting. Yeah. Um, but, so there's a lot of shady things that happen with these investors, but now they're worried in the States, they're basically trying to do their best. All the leaders are trying to be like, hey, hey, everybody calm down. The banks are fine. The banks are fine because they don't want everybody taking their money out of banks because that will lead to massive bank runs across the country. And a lot of these banks will go under, which would lead to 2008 again or worse. Oh, that sounds like a great thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, right now they're trying to keep everybody calm down there. Uh, it's not really affecting anything in Canada right now. Uh, the stock markets, uh, everybody's watching them today quite a bit because they're just waiting to see how the banks do. From what I understand, they're not doing as bad as many people thought they might because of words yesterday. Uh, they also said the government was going to help out and make everybody whole again on their investments with Silicon Valley Bank. So it's it's crazy. And the only reason I'm explaining this to you is because I was very confused in the beginning. And I thought this was a major, major story for us here in Canada. Turns out it may not be, but it also could be. So, so something to watch in the or future. don't? Yeah, it's that's up to you, <laughs> really. Chad and Evan Daly. Sir, you're on the 1900 block of Rose Street looking at your phone. Which way do you need to go? We can help you with directions. 
He's, we're in the corner studio, and so he's wondering what's going on. Who's talking to me? God? Is that you? The speaker's outside, yeah. yeah. I, you love messing with people, don't uh, you? It's one of my favorite things to do. One of my favorite things. Hey, Regina Radio History today. Is it because it's uh, the 14th of March and Pi Day, and then every other radio station in town goes, what's your favorite pie? Yeah. That's, that's Is that it. why no it's Radio History? Yeah, because no one's ever done that before. <laughs> no, it's Radio History uh, in Regina because it was 100 years ago today. This is an article from the Leader Post that L.D. Pete Parker made Canadian radio and hockey history from a makeshift radio booth at the old Regina Stadium. He was the very first person to do a live radio broadcast of a full professional hockey game right here Get out of in here. Regina. Yeah, in, uh, in Canada, I do believe. Yeah, game in Canada. Well, probably in the um, world. Well, it was... We were probably the only country that cared about hockey at the time. Well, I probably you're probably right with that. Huh. Um, so this, yeah, March 14th, 1923. Regina Capitals were facing off against the Edmonton Eskimos Holy. in a final playoff game for the Western Canadian Hockey League Championship. So uh, it was owned by Regina Leader at the time, CKCK Radio, which yeah. eventually became... It was 620 CKCK here yeah, yeah. for a while. Um, huh. Yeah, they, uh, they did that. And... Uh, uh, it was the very first game ever, but it was. Let me just see here. There's another part of the story. Oh, Foster Hewitt, you know he shoots, he scores. Yeah, right. He started that. Um, he claimed to be the first one to do it in Canada. Oh, so this is uh, And then he he realized later that he he wasn't the first one. This so. was in 1923. 1923. You would have been like, crazy. You been like 17 years old, Evan. I. Chad. 17. Chad. At the I'm, young age of 17. You were born in August of 1983. I was, I was born yeah. in June of 1982. Your beard, your beard me, tells me different. Shut up. Leave my white hairs out of this. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.